Welcome to the LeanZone.com podcast, where we discuss construction contracts, liens, and bonds. And now, our host, Alex Barthet. So let's talk about safety and cleanup. So I don't have to tell you, construction is, uh, is dangerous. Uh, I think there was some actually recent construction deaths. I think there was some uh, people in Monroe County that went into an underground pipe just a couple of days ago. Uh, and they were overcome by gas. I think three people died. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Yeah. And then uh, I think even a day or two before that, there was a scaffold on, I think, Sunny Isles that came down. So the idea that uh, having a safe work environment and maintaining a clean work environment uh, is important uh, doesn't take a lot of convincing. So the question is, who is responsible for safety. Uh, and the law in this regard is, is relatively clear, and it is the contractor. And the contractor wants to delegate that obligation down to their subs. Uh, most architects and engineers, even to the extent they visit a site, are not typically responsible for safety. Um, owners, not responsible for safety. When a contractor takes control of a job, he or she owns it and, and is responsible for uh, means, methods, techniques, and safety. So in the subcontract, what a contractor wants to do is uh, shift some of that responsibility back to the subcontractor. As in the example we talked about before about the uh, ADA, while it doesn't eliminate your liability, delegating the safety responsibility uh, has the effect of giving you an opportunity contractually to point to other people to the extent something were to go wrong. So here's a provision that uh, is pretty common in a GC contract favoring the GC with respect to safety. Subcontractor agrees that the prevention of accidents to workers engaged upon uh, or in the vicinity of the work is its responsibility even if contractor establishes a safety program for the entire project. Subcontractor has the sole responsibility for maintaining the safety and loss prevention programs covering all work performed by subcontractor and its subcontractors and suppliers of any and all tiers. Subcontractor shall establish and implement safety measures, policies, and standards conforming to those required or recommended by government or quasi-governmental authorities having jurisdiction and by the contractor and owner, including but not limited to any requirements imposed by the contract documents. So you as a, oh, lunch is here. Uh, you as a contractor want to delegate this obligation to your subs, and your subs, in taking this obligation, um, need to make sure that they resolve these things in accordance with the law and in accordance with um, what the contractor demands. So subcontractors shall comply with the reasonable recommendations of insurance companies having an interest in the project. Contractors' failure to stop subcontractors' unsafe practices shall not relieve subcontractors of his responsibilities, uh, therefore, Subcontractor, as reasonably necessary, shall provide flagmen, erect proper barricades, employ fall protection, and other safeguards, and post danger signs and other warnings as warranted by hazardous 
or potentially hazardous conditions. Um, so contractor sees uh, something, doesn't do anything, someone gets hurt. This provision is intended to eliminate the contractor's liability for not stopping it. Um, we see this in cases with architects. Architects come to the site, hey, there's no edge protection, and the architect says nothing. Same with a contractor. Contractor sees men you know, walking on a roof, no fall protection. Uh, they're trying to minimize their liability with respect to safety violations. So as a subcontractor, what do you do? Um, you can add a provision that says, subcontractor shall provide customary protective services for the work and to hold its work, workers harmless from the presence of hazardous waste or materials at the job site not created, generated, delivered, or stored by the subcontractor. Meaning, if it was something the subcontractor should have done, that's fine, but the subcontract, as a subcontractor, you don't want to be more responsible for things outside of your scope of work. So let's talk about cleanup. Um, cleanup can be uh, a way for contractors to backcharge subcontractors. Um, we have a case now, it's, a, it's one of the condominiums. Our client is the stucco contractor and is owed you know, like a million and a half bucks. And they are being backcharged by the contractor many, many hundreds of thousands of dollars. And the tickets just say, clean up, clean up, clean up. So it doesn't say where they cleaned. It doesn't say, it, there's no pictures of what it looked like before and after they clean. But the contractor is using cleanup as a, as a means to backcharge the subs. Um, so there's no there's no even there's no indication that it was even our uh, work, our mess that they cleaned up. This episode is brought to you by the Miami Construction Forum. This invitation-only group of construction professionals of all sizes and trades meets monthly for an informal lunch and learn session on current topics of interest, from getting paid and safety to bonding and insurance. To see the upcoming topics and request your invitation, visit MiamiConstructionForum.com. So many contractors will get the dumpster. That's something that, that the contractors typically do. Um, and then they, on, on high-rise construction, but even on, uh, on other types of construction, there's a provision in the contract that says that you have to clean up your work and that if you don't, the contractor can and they can backcharge you. So let's take a look at what, what a provision like that looks like. Contractor shall provide a trash dumpster within reasonable proximity to the project. Subcontractor shall, on at least a daily basis, broom clean the area within which it worked and deposit said trash and debris into the provided dumpster, or if there's no such dumpster, or it is full, haul away all such trash and debris at subcontractor's sole expense. No hazardous substances shall be deposited, uh, disposed of in the dumpster, but shall be properly disposed of by subcontractor at subcontractor's sole expense. So um, obligation is your subcontractor. You got to keep this place clean. Um, so what usually exists uh, with that is the right to backcharge. Now, we will, I'm going to, later on in the presentation, you're going to see a, a backcharge provision, which is going to cover cleanup and lots and lots of other things. Um, if you remember, actually, we talked about the holdback provision that 
existed before that gave, I think it was in the payment section, where the contractor is able to withhold payment for lots and lots of reasons, one of which is cleanup. Thanks for listening to the LeanZone.com podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or in your favorite podcast app. For articles, videos, and forms on this and other construction topics, head over to the LeanZone.com.